0: Hello and welcome to the streamcast I'm the Undertaker And I'm here with Molly
1: And Kessler
0: Who's Kessler? He's from Infamous
1: Ah, okay Okay. Main antagonist I was gonna ask,
0: Kessler's not in The second Sun game, is he? No, he's not There's absolutely
1: no way, okay, cool he could be, but I don't think he wanted to be also, I didn't catch yours, Akira. I think you just cut out a bit. Who are you? Marlene. Who's Marlene?
2: From Last of From Us.
1: Oh uh, no, who's Marlene? Uh, Leader of the Fireflies. Yeah. Oh, uh, spoiler alert! Is that the one um that Joel kills when he saves Ellie at the end?
2: Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Fucking love Joel man He did not give a shit at the end Get him away and you die
2: I always wondered Cause you see Marlene in the beginning right Yes So you see Marlene in the beginning And she's like I need you to get Ellie here And then she's at the place that She needed to get her So why could you not have gone together
1: That's such a good uh, point I don't have, know Have you just broken the gate I mean Man <laughs>
0: ruining our games with Your logic <laughs> I, just,
2: look, I get it. It's a great storyline, saying like, Taylor. I enjoyed the game. I'm not faulting the game, but I just thought, why have you asked someone else to take her to the place that you are going to go to? I mean, it just seems like if, if it was too dangerous for her to be able to take her, how come she managed there unscathed?
1: I think Marlene was injured.
2: No, but I know, but she still managed to get there before they did.
1: I think the request
0: was in case she dies before they get there mm. and she just managed to
1: survive
2: that's that
1: and as andy always reminds us ellie's kind of trash by herself sips tea
2: <laughs> i can't have this i can't have this argument again <laughs>
0: okay. okay um <laughs> i wanted to like let everyone know that june 2020 you're getting some free games if you love your shooting games, you're going to be real happy with the PS Plus package. Call of Duty World War II is downloadable right now, and Star Wars Battlefront 2 will be downloadable from Tuesday. Xbox Games of Gold, platformer Shantae and the Pirate's Curse, available from the 1st to the 30th of June. Coffee Talk, which is an Indonesian indie simulator, available from the 16th of June to the 15th of July for the Xbox One. And Xbox 360 gets Destroy All Humans from the 1st to the 15th of June. And 2.5D Shoot'em Up Cine Mora from the 16th to the 30th of June. So you've got quite a few games to look forward to in the next month. I just want to quickly move on. What has everyone been watching and playing during lockdown?
1: I think it will be really polite and no one wants to go first. I <laughs> have <laughs> to kick you out like teachers. God no.
2: okay i'll start um recently been watching dc's harley quinn on channel 4 online (laughs) and this is really good because i think people are realizing now and in recent years that adults enjoy watching cartoons as well like you can gear animation towards the older audiences it doesn't just have to be kids and they've made it very clearly for adults 18 plus guys do not sit your kids down to watch this the first episode that (laughs) andy ever saw he was calmly sitting down watching it, and as soon as the first person swears he's it was like a clutch pearls moment you know when you see king joffrey and he looks really shocked he's like (gasps) it was one of them
0: (laughs) it was it was totally that meme of the guy blinking I can't remember what happened but like it wasn't even a minute in and then there was an f-bomb or something I was like what I thought this was gonna be like Batman animated series or Batman of the future or any of those series like they've fully gone down the route of 18 plus animated series and it's good it's like you said they're realizing now that adults like cartoons
2: Yeah, it's just like a mix of all different things, like they're sarcastic, they say exactly Mm. the thing that you would kind of say in that situation, that you don't expect a character to say, and that's what makes it good, and it's gearing away, this isn't even like a a spoiler, it's gearing away from the Harley and Joker, it's purely focused on her and then Poison Ivy is there, but he is not the main part of her storyline, which is good, because it does... Throwing a different perspective perspective of those two, where a lot of the time it's like romanticising the relationship between the two of them, when really she he's her origin story rather than her,
0: right? I guess yeah. a Romeo.
2: So that's yeah. nice to see it done in a different way. It's refreshing.
0: Yeah, There is quite a lot of Joker, but he, he's the he he's the second fiddle now. So normally Joker is like the main villain, and Harley is like you know the sidekick or whatever. But now Harley's like this is purely Harley's story and joke is like an inter you know, an inconvenience.
2: Throwing bare temper tantrums right yeah. like
0: hello. Yeah, it's really good. I think the abridging era, um, like Team Forcer and Little Karibo have influenced a lot of like humour nowadays in terms of like mainstream television and, you know, streaming. And this series is like a perfect blend between a parody and like like, a live-action series, because everyone behaves in character. So, like, Bane behaves believably like Bane. But there's also, like, real-world problems that they have to deal with, like, bar mitzvahs and rent.
2: Like, the voices are done really well as well. Yeah. Like, Bane sounds exactly like Bane when Tom Hardy plays him, but the sort of, like, him throwing little tantrums, like... I
0: wanted the beef. <laughs>
2: Yeah, basically the Joker like steals his food and he's like, oh well, I guess I guess you could have it. And he tries to then he tries to take the Joker's plate and the Joker's like, nope, nope, I might finish it. And he goes, I'm going to blow up this bomb and start the kid It's just it's ridiculous. It's very entertaining. You don't yeah. really expect what you're gonna get, but what you get is good.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was shocked, but I mean, I was impressed. I think my favorite line is when the villains all realize that Joker has no powers and they like turn on him. I'm like, yes, he has no powers. How has no one realised this?
2: <laughs> Why'd you let, him,
0: <laughs> Why you let him? him? Yeah. Also, Katie Cuoco is uh, Harley Quinn, Penny, from the Big Bang Theory. So I thought I recognised that voice. And when I looked it up, that was really cool to find out.
2: She's mm. got a good collection of voice actors as well, so...
0: Also, Robin's voiced by a 13-year-old, and that's hilarious. He's like,
2: That is so he funny, because like he comes baby. in swinging, and then as soon as shit goes down, he's literally crying. Daddy, help! <laughs> and Batman has to swoop him, and cradle him like a baby. <laughs> the way it should be. Robin should be running around the city cracking backs like Batman.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Isaac? What have you been playing and watching?
1: I haven't been watching anything. But I will start um, DC Harley Quinn now, after yes. that review you. you guys have given it. Stuff. Peer pressure! <laughs> <laughs> um, as you know, I've been watching uh, Parks and Recs, and I absolutely love it. Like, I want Ron Swanson to adopt me. <laughs> because that man is genuinely my role model right now. Um, have you guys seen it as well?
2: I have um, not. I like to watch, like, best of bits of Ron Swanson because he literally just does what he wants. I love it when he goes to the park. I think he's having a barbecue, and um, someone tries to tell him that he can't do it, and he's like, it's all right, I have a permit, and it's just a piece of paper that says I do what I want. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the energy. <laughs> Got to have that. Uh, <laughs> hmm? <laughs> he believes in his
1: sauce. <laughs> later on in that scene, they annoy him during the barbecue. So he just decides to pack up and drive away with the barbecue, Just goes home.
0: <laughs> with the barbecue? Oh, God.
1: With the whole... it's got It's strapped to his car, so he just drives off.
0: <laughs> ah, Batman. <laughs> um,
1: although he does have kryptonite. Like, his two ex-wives are as kryptonite, and it's hilarious when they jump into the scene. Because you just see a whole new side to Ron Swanson. He's got, like, so many different sides to him. He's got the... I don't give a shit. The giddy little kid... And terrified mess of a man. Mm. It's a whole, like, mix of emotions. It's great. Mm. And game-wise, I've been playing Infamous Second Son. So I finished it both on, like, the good story and the evil story. That was sick. Wasn't Mm. worth it, I think. (laughs) (laughs) And, And I say this because, like, not because I didn't enjoy my time, but just because... In the first two games, when you play good and evil, there's, like, a distinct divide in all your choices and how it affects the world. Like, in the first game, when you're evil, the entire world gets crippled. It, it gets... Dis- you destroy the world, basically. Um, and that affects the story as well. In this game, the main character's just a bit of a dick. But that's the only difference. So I was like, mm, was this worth a second playthrough? But I had fun.
0: That's a bit disappointing. Because of, you know, where the series started, as you said, the differences were so clear, night and day, pretty much mm-hmm. from the good and the evil karma, and yeah, it was worth doing a second playthrough on that first game, because, you know, doing the evil ending was a very visually pleasing um, piece of work, and I did finish two, but from what I read, that was quite different as well, stark differences between the good and the evil ending, so, it's it's kind of disappointing to hear that, like, the good and the evil ending is pretty much a coin toss. You could get the same thing, though.
1: Uh, in terms of ending, yeah, yeah, it is pretty much a coin toss, because you only get, like, a brief little cutscene. Yeah, I didn't really notice much different. Anyway, sorry, I'm going to tangent. Keep going.
0: Oh, no, I mean, we're talking about, you know, Infamous Second Son, um... I guess, can you give us a quick review of, like, your gameplay experience?
1: Uh, In terms of gameplay, it's, it's really rewarding. So, like, as you play through the game, you get lots of different powers. And what will happen is, as you play, you get really used to the first set of powers you get. You know how to use them. Like, you're pretty good with them. And then when you get the next set of powers, you can't use your first set of powers for a while. And you get the next ones. And you're a bit like oh i don't know if these are a good fit but by the time you get the powers after that you miss the second powers you got if that makes sense so like these powers do grow on you and they're a lot of fun and they've all like different uses um but as you get towards the end of the game the third power is all you're going to use because it is a bit broken and it's pretty cool uh in terms of story it's not too bad it picks up where the old one left off so s- spoiler alert uh infamous Infamous 2 ends with Cole Sacrificing himself to save The world Um, and it leads to a lot of Conduits dying but You know as all things do in in These types of like uh, video games Or like worlds where people have powers There are some stragglers, conduits Come back and This is just you know what happens With them so I think the world was terrified Of conduits and eventually This person called Augustine, Which is like the villain uh, She's a conduit herself but she is the, mm. she uses her powers to oppress other conduits. Is this and the cement lady? Yes, the cement lady. Like even looking at her face makes me upset. She's a good villain. <laughs> like, <laughs> you just love to hate her. Yeah.
2: It's like the, what's her name from, I don't even know, is it Frau Engel from Wolfenstein where people are villains and they're bastards, uh, yes. but they're good, yes. good villains. They make the story go.
1: What's, what's, what's a good villain What would you say is a good villain
2: um, I'd say a good villain is someone who You can't wait till they die Like right?
1: Oh, you know what I mean You yeah, go through yeah. that
2: entire story and you're like I'm doing this Because at some point it's going to be you and me mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. think I am leaving the room But mm-hmm. if they drive the story <laughs> Forward they, You'll narrowly escape the clutches a couple of times But they keep the story going They keep giving you motivation to Do what you need to do So yeah
1: You're absolutely right actually Because when I played the good story There wasn't an option to kill her I just had to expose her for the criminal That she was And then all throughout the evil playthrough I was looking forward to having the choice The option to finally kill her And when I got it I was satisfied So yes, I I see your point She was a good villain What What? about you Andy? What have you been playing and watching? Finish Street
0: of a Rage Four. Now I'm just like trying to collect all the retro characters. Really fun game. Um that's literally the perfect game for me. Like you know, it's not a game that you're gonna sit down and spend hundreds of hours on, but it is a game that you could just pick up, play, put down, pick up whenever you want and you know, it's like riding on a bike. You don't get that rusty that you don't know what you're doing. It's pretty much the love letter that Sonic Mania was to Sonic fans, to Streets of Rage fans. So, if you love Streets of Rage, you should play Streets of Rage. And if you love Sonic, you should play Sonic Mania. Beautiful music. And you can have the retro option if you like. But I wanted to listen to the the game soundtrack the way the musicians intended. And it's very good. It builds upon what you hear in the previous games. And it just... It's is basically a modern classic. That's how I describe the music and the game. Very good stuff. Don't know what I'm going to play next.
2: What you're I, going to play next is The Last of Us 2.
0: She's got you there. I mean.
2: You're going to play that? And then live or whatever, for the pods, <laughs> you're going to apologize for the Ellie slander. Um, does he have to
1: apologize for that though? I don't. Not,
2: maybe not an apology mm. but you must acknowledge the growth.
0: Yeah I was going to say I don't think I'm going to apologize because I think I'm right about Ellie she's useless but I...
2: Also she's a child
0: I've, and she's electronic she cannot hear you so it doesn't really make the sense. I don't, know, I, I don't care for hurting Ellie's feelings she's not real but <laughs> I can admit that there's growth been made uh, you know I can admit where growth has been made and I can change my stance on something in the... Mm-hmm light the of the evidence and i mean based on that segue state of play last of us part two eddie looks sick oh my day. she looks cooler than joel ever did oh my Nimble, god <laughs> quick almost like almost like a fighting game the way she's just dodging and like whacking people with axes and things beautiful stuff
2: joel is what? like 50 in the first game
1: though yeah that's true
0: Joel, Joel was a powerhouse and I could I could just punch you know these runners to death. Couldn't do that with Ellie. But like You can now <laughs> I feel like Ellie's got more about her now. So like I think in the state of play she used molotovs on dogs. She um <laughs> held a man hostage, dragged him around the corner, used him as a human shield. Yeah yeah, yeah, so like I mean, let's get into it, like, the the state of play last was part two, the second one based or centred around um, an entire game. I think PlayStation are doing a very good thing with what they're doing lately, with the Mm -hmm. state of plays. I think, give the people what they want, give the people what they care about. There's always going to be time to, you know, put those indie games or the unknown games on. Your YouTube's always popping, so put them on there. I think the state of play is the conferences Give the people what they want People want Ghosts, people want Last of Us And they rewarded us So they gave us a bit about the story And they gave us A lot about how you're going to play As Ellie and that was like Really, really good to see Yeah, the enemies are going to be a lot smarter So the dialogue is going to be tweaked Depending on what you do
2: It's more enemies as well Because you got to mm-hmm. watch out for people you got to watch out for all the zombies and also dogs as well because they can smell you and they can hear you. I think that was what was interesting as well. When they advertised it, they were like, you've got to watch out for this. You also have to watch out for this. But we're not going to tell you what this is. There's more stuff. So we've given you enough to like whet your appetite. But there's more. And they knew people from like from when the first trailer came out. Then the fans were foaming at the mouth. Of course.
0: So... <laughs> the last of Us was voted the best game of the last decade.
2: You are absolutely right. <laughs>
0: There's no chance in hell people are not excited for this game. Ever since that first trailer, people were sold. And now it's like you're giving people more than they ever expected.
2: Exactly. And I don't want to hear any complaints when the game comes out about Ellie kissing Gyal. You lot, <laughs> you're getting the game the way it is. You're not getting nothing else. No, I don't want to hear any shit like that from six months ago, Mandem complained, oh, why are you pushing this agenda, Red tear. tear. Why is she kissing you Because you thought you had a chance with her. Mm-mm. Play the game. <laughs> Sit down and shut up.
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, there are some odd people out there. But, like, I don't think there's anything wrong with, you know, sh- showcasing a gay main character. There are gay people out there. Like, this is something you're going to have to live with. As long as she can kill zombies, that's it. Like, at the end of the day, that is not going to
2: be what makes her more or less likely to get killed by a zombie. Yeah,
0: it's very clear clear that is not what the story is going to centre around.
2: Yeah, I think part of what made The Last Never so good was how well they fleshed out the characters. Even in the first one, like in the beginning of it, and I've said this multiple times, watching... This is not even a spoiler alert, because if you're listening to this, you should have played it in the first place... That bit, you're 15 minutes in and the child dies. And to me, I was very upset because they flesh out this whole story of it's his birthday and she's been waiting up all night. So there's all this background. Yeah. It's so well fleshed out. It doesn't make a difference. It just makes the story better. So
0: It's a sign of very good writing. Mm. When you can make people feel something for characters that you've seen for, what, 10, 15 minutes. They gave us enough, so we're like, okay, we know what's going on, we know who that is, we know who that is, and we know why they're interacting, we know why we should care for them. And then, you know, they hit us with that straight away. There is a reason why people, any given gamer, will give you Last of Us as a game-changing game, or their favorite game of all time. And they said this is their most ambitious game. I'm seeing it. There's a lot to uncover. I mean, Isaac, you haven't said uh, anything in a while. What do you think about the state of play for the Last of Us Part Two?
1: I liked everything I saw. You guys have pretty much covered like most of the main points. I do like the fact that Ellie has; she seems very different from the first game. She seems capable. Um, she's got her own story, her own narrative now. Uh, before it felt it was more like it was more about Joel and how he had to let go of his daughter to be able to let ellie in and to be able to look after her and at the end of the game you see like how he's changed and how he'd do anything for her literally anything for her like he puts her needs before all of mankind and now it's ellie in the spotlight and you you get to see you get to see her happy so they have that township where they're relatively safe from all of the, the clickers and the, the everything else, all the horrors of that game. And, and then that's taken away from her. Like, so I think there's a reason why she has to leave, and I don't know if it's because of Joel, maybe because of her girlfriend, or maybe because of something else. I was very intrigued by that. Um, so for me, because I didn't actually play the game myself, uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's just all about the story. And from what I've seen, I'm really intrigued to see what Ellie's going to do in this game. That's why I'm here. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I would talk, you know, I would say stuff about Ellie, like in terms of how it, she was to play. But in terms of her story, amazing in part one. Like she was written very well. As mm-hmm. you said, very well fleshed out. And I feel this game is the passing of the torch where Joel and Ellie were sharing the torch in game one, I feel this is solely Ellie's story, and Joel is now a supporting character. And I'm very excited to see where they go with that.
1: i I also just say, like, I think that's a really amazing thing to do, to be able to pass the torch of main character, because your gripe, Andy, with the other game was how Ellie couldn't... Like, she wasn't Joel, so when you needed mm-hmm. to, to brick someone in the head and keep it moving, you couldn't do that with Ellie. We needed to run and falcon punch someone. You couldn't yeah. do that with Ellie. <laughs> when like things needed to get done, you could not do that with Ellie. But but now you can, and it's it's a case where like because I would say Joel was the main character in in the first game when it comes to like gameplay wise, anyways. But this time it seems to be Ellie, and what they've done is they've they, they've passed on the torch. So for me, like it's for me personally, it's the equivalent of this is God of War. Kratos is the main character. And now you play as boy. <laughs> and they're just changing everything, and people are still excited. People want to play. I, I kind of want to play it, Ooh, and yeah, a no, Spooky
2: right. game, a spooky <laughs> game, yeah. Ooh.
1: But because Ellie looks like a competent and she can do stuff, I think because I don't play shooters a lot, um, and I like. I like having a certain kind of power when I play a game. So I want to be able to shield or block or just be really aggressive and not have to worry about like hiding or like conserving ammo or whatever, which is why I don't think the gameplay of last of us fits me, but I like the story. Um, But in this, there's so much you can do and Ellie seems very competent. Like I think I can have a lot of fun in bashing people's heads into the two by four and (laughs) just seeing stuff that she does like climbing out of the water, like just joking people in the back. Maybe. um i don't know why she didn't take that psp with her when she killed that girl but whatever that is exactly
2: what i said like do you know where are you going to find another one now that she has batteries
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> she needs to keep her ears to the ground to hear out what the other people are saying but
2: you can turn it off and put it and... in your pocket <laughs> take out the battery so it doesn't accidentally turn on when you're done you can play some games exactly Success
1: and rewards or we'll bring it back as a souvenir for your girlfriend or something like you need to be thinking of people back home stop being selfish ellie Stop being selfish, you know. Upsetting.
2: (laughs) But I think Isaac is right when he talks about how the game, the first game was mainly Joel. And I think one thing that I really liked about The Last of Us was realism. And I know we're talking about how real the script was and the characters and stuff like that. But I think even small things like the characters physiologically... Was real because Joel being a man in his 50s who was, he was a carpenter. So first of all, this man is used to carrying heavy stuff. So he is physically strong. And then you have someone who's born at this time. They're going to be weak. They're going to be, they can't do a lot of things that they have to do. But as, as you do grow older, you do get stronger. You're like this. So having Ellie suddenly be whooping us up and down state lines, like it makes sense. So it's like. And also when you're playing video games, you are used to your character being stronger. Just stronger than Mm. people, period, point blank. But you're literally playing as, like, an 11-year-old child. If an 11-year-old child slapped you on your face, you wouldn't even, like... That's true. Your face wouldn't even move an inch. That's true. So (laughs) they've made it realistic. It's difficult, and she don't run fast, and, you know, she's not beating any Joshua in a fight, but... (laughs) That was Mr. Joel that <laughs> Yeah, but you know Joel could at least get one slap in to hit before he gets knocked out of the ring. Ellie's out that there.
1: That's true. That's Wait, true. are we talking with or without weapons? Without weapons, Anthony Joshua's winning. But with weapons, I think Joel's got him beat.
2: I'm talking... Oh, that's a fair point. No, without weapons, I feel like Joel could land a slap and then he might be down for the count. Joel is definitely down. But at least he could land a slap.
0: Ellie did it. The man
2: will laugh in her face and walk
0: her out of the ring. Sorry, please. That's a good point though. Realistic to the point of the detriment of the gamer. That's a very good point. And I mean, it is something I considered, but like when I'm playing the game, I don't care for realism. But when I'm watching the game being played, I'm like, I get it. I don't know if that makes sense. Like The Last of Us is a great story. And we said this multiple times.
2: And we will say it again.
0: (laughs) As a game, I'm just... I don't know. I think I am used to that power fantasy. Mm. I'm used to, like, a certain bit of omnidism.
2: It's with all media. With games
0: and shows, you're like, I
2: could do this. I would have Mm. these powers. You're in a different reality, but you're the same person. Because I'm sure there are multiple different ways that the world could change. You're still going to be you. Even if there are zombies. You're still going to be you, you're going to have the same amount of strength And they play on that, like, this is one thing that could happen But we're not going to evolve as quickly as I don't know, Scarlet Witch or whatever Just it's not, it's not going to happen
1: Also, can I just say, like, watching the the footage I don't know if it's because Like, so, as, as awesome as Ellie seems now Like, she's still not, you know, falcon-punching people like Joel can And that makes sense They have, like, different physiques and whatnot But when Ellie kills... It just seems a lot more brutal than Joel Like she's going for vital points She's stabbing people in the neck She's stabbing people in the abdomen She seems a lot more cutthroat and ruthless than Joel And I don't know if that's to make up for the lack of strength Or if anything has happened between the this game and the first game Because...
2: You know what it is, yeah? It's that the conversation that Bane and Batman have... I was born in the dark. Oh, yeah. Molded by it. You, you <laughs> adapted to it. That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> Joel had a, probably had like a nice life before all of this went down. Ellie was raised by
0: wolves, bitch. That's like, true. That's true. That's, that is true. When you consider it, her mindset is going to be different because, you know, she's eleven, developing, having to fight for her life and run for her life. And um, traverse all of the things that come
2: with being a yeah. teenager.
0: There there has been, I've been keeping an eye on a lot of promotional stuff, and I remember seeing something very early on, like a promo, where she goes, I'm going to kill every last one of them. Similar to what Eren says when his mum gets eaten by a titan in Attack on Titan. So it does seem like Ellie's coming to this game with a lot of aggression. I have noticed she's going for pressure points, she's going for the neck. She's very, very ruthless, and I can't wait to play with her. I can't wait to run away from the new levels of infected
2: Listen, oh, we are going to be God. going at national velvet speeds on that horse i it I've <laughs> had nobody, I'm out of here
0: <laughs> The little bits like, she can run away if she's getting like banged up She can run away, fit into tight spaces, break glass
2: You can like hide in the grass as mm-hmm. well
0: But like, if someone's near you, they'll see you Yeah. So like, you're not safe anywhere Cause dogs can sniff you out People will listen out for you People will see the bodies that you kill and lay out. There's a lot to to think about. And the person who was playing the demo was a real sharpshooter.
2: Yeah.
0: My cool. thing's not that good, so... It's not going to go like that when we
2: play. <laughs> <laughs> Full warning. We'll give it
0: our best. I don't know. I might be good with that axe, though. I saw a carry an axe, so...
1: Oh, so not- you'll use the axe, but not the wrench in Bioshock. Oh. Axe is better. Um, I'm, mm. so, I'm so sick of this man. <laughs>
0: I don't know why you keep trying to push this agenda. I'm just going to say something. It's not going to happen. It's never (laughs) going to happen. At this point, I would like to remind everyone that The Outer Worlds finally comes to the Switch on the 5th of June. Not only that, Clubhouse Games 51 Worldwide Classics also comes to the Switch on the 5th of June. Many classic games like chess, checkers, connect, four, Ludo, toy football, And bowling are coming to the Switch, so, I mean, a new sort of party game coming on the Nintendo Switch, I'm sure that's going to sell. to put this on the pod or not but I think this is like something that affects us more than just gamers but as humans as black people so I want to say rest in peace to George Floyd and thoughts and prayers go to his family. He was a man who was unjustly killed by a police officer who had his knee on his neck and George couldn't breathe Um, I saw he wasn't he wasn't resisting arrest and it's just It is genuinely heartbreaking, it's just like, after all these years, this is still what's going on. And that's something that was caught on camera, so God only knows what's not being caught on camera in other parts of the country, in other parts of the world. The officer that killed him apparently knew him for 17 years, so that just makes things even worse, like, almost premeditated or something. The uh, killer has since been arrested and charged with third-degree murder and manslaughter, which is depending on how you look at it. Third-degree murder implies it wasn't intentional, which is bullshit. If he is convicted, he's looking at twenty-five years or five to fifteen for manslaughter. America doesn't have a great track record with putting officers away who are corrupt, so I, you know, I'm. Holding out until I see the conviction and see the number of years and you know better be double digits at least for any sort of justice and that event has just kicked off a weird chain of events so there are riots protests going throughout America and other parts of the world John Boyega has stood and said he hates racists on Twitter and he's gotten a lot of stick for it and I don't know why but we back him (laughs) We yeah we wholeheartedly agree and stand with John Boyega like hundred percent. I think mm-hmm. if someone says they hate racists and you have a problem with that, I think you do need You're to look the at
2: yourself. You are absolutely the problem. If you think a racist, if you think the re- like the phrase "I hate racists" is difficult, you are clearly in the group of people he is targeting because if yes. the shoe don't fit, you wouldn't be wearing it.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Right. It was
2: as simple as that.
0: There's no asterisk. It's a plain and simple statement. There's no conditions. I hate racists. So John Boyega is an example of a celebrity who I feel has acted right following this tragic event. An example of a celebrity who I think has not done well is shameek Moore. The first thing when I saw his tweet was, well, you can't spell Shamique without shame. <laughs> oh my what god, I didn't say hell? that. What the hell? So he essentially tweeted, um...
2: Oh, this was our Miles Morales, guys.
0: Oh yeah, we got our first black yeah.
2: Spider-Man, and
0: yeah, yeah, he did this. Yeah, he was a uh, Miles Morales into the Spider Verse for people who don't know. Uh, so, and you know that film was big. They're gonna do a sequel. Yeah, he yeah. he said he doesn't fear for his life because he knows how to act in situations involving involving police. Right away, what that does is imply that there is something wrong with black people. When it comes to people getting killed by police, what's wrong is people getting killed outright by police. These are the people who are meant to be enforcing the law and protecting the people, not protecting themselves and killing the people. So I don't understand or agree with any person that has any sort of statement or belief that black people need to do something before police officers should think twice about killing them.
2: What was it that Chris Rock said, I think it was a couple of years ago in um, a show of his, where he said, you, uh, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. policemen that shoot people, mm-hmm. it's like, it's not all of the policemen, it's just a couple of bad apples. And he said, bad apples." quite a funny word to use for a murderer. And there are jobs where you can't have bad apples. A policeman is one of them. Yeah, You are put into this position... In order to ensure that everyone is safe. You cannot then decide that these rules are for everybody else but you. So,
0: Yeah, the, I think any job where people's lives are in your hands, you can't afford to have bad apples. I think Chris Rock actually used Pilot as an example.
2: Yeah, he said, yeah, it's like, what was it, American Airlines saying, yeah. you know, most of our pilots are good. We've got a couple of bad apples.
0: Can you imagine like <laughs> that would be a boycott worldwide
2: It's like, yeah, there's like yeah. a 70 percent chance I'm going to get to my holiday destination, but I could get one of the pilots that likes to land in the mountains like it just it doesn't add up.
0: It's come out that Chinese owned brand TikTok has banned Black Lives Matter hashtags and anything involving George Floyd, which is severely disappointing.
2: not surprising.
0: No, not surprising. Um, Based on the recent chain of events, what is disappointing? The Minneapolis mayor and governor have actually been the most outspoken I've seen or any sort of example like this. Um, They have been very outspoken about their disappointment in the police force. Um, I believe the mayor was like, we need to charge the man who killed George, Um, either the mayor or the, the governor. It's been really crazy, uh, Donald Trump has implied, what was his tweet actually said, when the looting starts the shooting starts. So I don't know if he's implying that he's given the order to policemen to actually take out protesters. I'd like to think that's not the case, Mr. President, but uh, CNN reporter Omar Jimenez was also arrested. We're trying to report on the protests. And it just goes to... Sh- it's just more ridiculousness. It, the man's holding the microphone. What are you arresting him for? He has since been, you know, released and he's back reporting for the CNN and credit to him, he was very professional. He, he, he didn't lose composure. It's just really heartbreaking and this is something that has to stop and people are talking about the riots, the protests, people have an opinion, but I think when... Nothing changes for such a long time. People are going to lash out. People are going to react. And I'm not going to say that these protesters are doing anything wrong.
2: Right, no, riots are always seen as the last option. That's that's it. They're genuinely known as the last option. People don't want to go out into the streets and destroy other people's livelihoods. They don't want to be at the risk of receiving violence In a world that is littered with violence, it's the last resort. When people are begging and shouting and screaming and asking for help and you continuously ignore what they're saying or say it's not really a big issue at a point, it's going to reach its point.
0: We do thank all of the positive black role models who are making the change. Jackie Aina is doing something.
2: Jackie yes, she Um, is. She is pulling up a large number of clothing... Brands. Clothing brands who... Enjoy the black aesthetic, but I'm not especially vocal in these sort of situations. So in these difficult times, there are a lot of prominent black influencers and some POC influencers. I've seen the makeup influencer Bretman Rock speak a lot about it and call out other people in that line of career. Talking about it's not about the money. If your decision is to not say anything about the money, like not to say anything about what's going on because you're afraid of losing your coins, then what's the point?
0: So yeah, exactly,
2: exactly. There's people doing stuff. It's yeah. good to see that people are value human life over money.
0: Yeah, and we'll be um, doing our best to make sure that we're retweeting and spreading awareness to any and every way that you can help out during this tragic time.
2: And there's a petition on change.org. You should go look outside the petition. Do whatever you can. Retweet. If you can't, if you don't have Twitter, donate money. If you don't have money, sign a petition. Do something. You yeah. w- regardless yeah. of how you want to feel or if you feel doing something else is performative, do something. You don't have to tell anyone. You can tell everyone or tell no one, but do something.
0: Yeah, and everyone can do something, as you said. If you can, donate. If you can't, raise awareness. you know, Let people know. People are going to be uncomfortable because this is human life at stake. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Our YouTube is Streamcast. Our mixer is Streamcast. Twitter and Instagram is Streamcast underscore. And the website is thestreamcast.co.uk. Check it out. There might be a blog coming out soon. (laughs) Black Lives Matter.